Hello everyone. I want to talk about the fact that in the world of sexual slavery, acquaintance rapes happen the most. Campus rapes and campus sexual assaults happen the most. Corrective rapes, curative rapes, and homophobic rapes happen the most. The sexual assault of LGBTQI plus people, also known as sexual and gender minorities, SGMs, happened the most. Date rapes happened the most. Gang rapes happened the most. Serial gang rapes happened the most. Group rapes happened the most. Multiple perpetrator rapes happened the most. Genocidal rape happened the most. Mass rapes happened the most. Gray rapes happen the most. Cyber sex trafficking happen the most. Live streaming sexual abuse happen the most. Live streaming rapes happen the most. Marital rapes happen the most. Spousal rapes happen the most. Non-marital rapes happen the most. Unmarried rapes happen the most. Prison rapes happen the most. Jail rapes happen the most. Rape chants happen the most. Serial rapes and serial rapists happen the most. Sexual predators happen the most. Sexual perpetrators happen the most. Repeat rapes and repeat rapists happen the most. Multiple offending and multiple offenders happen the most. Statutory rapes happen the most. Unacknowledged rapes happened the most. Rape by deception happened the most. The effects and aftermath of rapes happen the most. Pregnancy from rapes happen the most. Underage pregnancies happen the most. Pregnancies from incest happen the most. Pregnancies from statutory rapes happen the most. Pregnancies from rape by strangers happen the most. Male on male. Rape of males by males happen the most. Male on male rapes happen the most. Um, female on female rapes happen the most. Rape of females by females happen the most. Rape of males by females happen the most. And rape of males by females happen the most. War rape and wartime sexual violence happen the most. Sexual slavery, sexual exploitation, and sexploitation happen the most. Rape by strangers happen the most. Rape trauma syndrome happen the most. All the causes of sexual violence happen the most. The post- Assault mistreatment of sexual assault victims happen the most. Rape culture happen the most. Victim blaming happen the most. Victim shaming happen the most. Victim gaming happen the most. Slut shaming happen the most. Sex shaming happen the most. Kink shaming happen the most. Consent shaming. 
happen the most, prude shaming uh, happen the most, sexual objectification happen the most, trivializing rape happen the most, denial of widespread rape happen the most, refusing to acknowledge the harm caused by sexual violence happen the most, and the combination of all these traumas happen the most. Um, prison rapes happen the most. Um, rape myths happen the most. Rapists marrying their victims happen the most. Rapists living together with their victims happen the most. Rapists parenting children with their victims happen the most. Rapists having victims birth their children happen the most. Rapists having their victims can, you know, conceive that happened the most sex crimes of all crimes happen the most Uh, sexual abuse happen the most child on child sexual abuse happen the most um yeah, child sexual abuse happen the most. Um, adult sexual abuse, adult on adult sexual abuse happen the most. Child on adult sexual abuse happen the most. Adult on child sexual abuse happen the most. Um, the sexual assaults of children and adults happen the most. Uh, the molestation of adults and children happen the most. The sexual bullying of adults and children happen the most. The sexual violence of adults and children happened the most. Pedophilia happened the most. Adult abuse of all kinds happened the most. Child abuse of all kinds happened the most. Parental abuse of adolescents and Parental abuse by adolescents happen the most. The sexual harassment of adults and children happen the most. Sexual bullying of adults and children happen the most. Revenge porn happened the most. Sexual misconduct happened the most. Money marriage and money wives happened the most. Money marriage and money husbands happened the most. Genital modification and genital mutilation happened the most. Rap Shio 
which is a Latin term for the large-scale abduction of women, cannabis for marriage, concubinage or sexual slavery, the equivalent German term is fraud, earn, rob, happen the most. And I'll also say that Rapshio, when it came to the large-scale abduction of children, men, kidnapping for marriage, concubinage, sexual slavery, that happened the most, too. Child exploitation, adult exploitation happened the most. Forced pornography of adults and children happened the most. Forced prostitution of adults and children happened the most. Forced tourism of adults and children happened the most. Bride kidnapping, marriage by abduction, marriage by capture happened the most. Um, sexually violent predators and sexually violent perpetrators happened the most. Child Sexual Abuse Accommodation Syndrome, C-S-A-A-S, happened the most. Adult Sexual Abuse Accommodation Syndrome, A-S-A-A-S, happened the most too. Sex trafficking happened the most. Semen trafficking happened the most. Cyber sex trafficking happened the most. Non-consensual rape pornography and non-consensual rape fantasies happen the most. Date rape drugs happen the most. Um, Rape shield laws happen the most. Um, The false accusations of rape were extremely rare. Um... It happened, it was just one out of, like, a million, something like that. Um, Rape kits, rape test kits happen the most. Rape investigations happen the most. Um, I did witness rape crisis centers. Um, Rape schedules happen the most. Um, Widespread systemic rape and war rapes happen the most. And let me give you the etymology of the term. The term rape originates from the Latin rapere, R-A-P-E-R-E, supine stem raptum. A R A P T U M to snatch, to grab, to carry off. In Roman law, the carrying off of a woman by force with or without intercourse constituted raptus, in quotations, R A P T U S. In medieval English law, the same term could refer to either kidnapping or rape in the modern sense of sexual violation. In quote, um, the original meaning of carry off by force 
is still found in some phrases such as rape and pillage or entitled such as the stories of the rape of the Sabine women and the rape of Europa or the poem The Rape of the Lock which is about the theft of a lock of hair. Um, sexual violations happen most in that world of sexual slavery too. Ancestral rape happened the most in that world. Male sexual entitlement, female sexual entitlement both happened the most. Weak legal sanctions for sexual violence happened the most. Uh, criminalistic beliefs in family honor and sexual purity in quotations happened the most. Non-consensual sexual aggression happened the most. Sickening sexual gratification and sickening sadism happened the most. Gynecological disorders happened the most. Reproductive disorders happened the most. Sexual disorders happened the most. Infertility happened the most. Pelvic inflammatory diseases happened the most. Pregnancy complications happen the most. Miscarriages happen the most. Sexual dysfunctions happen the most. Acquiring sexually transmitted infections and sexually transmitted diseases happen the most. Acquiring HIV, AIDS, and all the other STDs and all the other STIs happen the most. Mortality from injuries happen the most. Increased risk of suicide and actual suicide happen the most. Depression and anxiety happen the most. Uh, Personality disorders and mood disorders happen the most. Chronic pain happen the most. Psychosomatic disorders happen the most. Unsafe abortions happen the most. Safe abortions. Uh, happen the most unwanted pregnancies and unwanted children occurred the most in the in that um, world of sexual slavery. Victimization, revictimization, secondary victimization happened the most in that world. Honor killings, forced marriages, and honor rapes happened the most. Genital injuries, um, forensic samplings, diagnostic testings, physical assessments, non-genital injuries, um, the aftermath of examinations in terms of the physical harm of the rape, and the psychiatric and emotional consequences of the rapes, they all happened the most.
the rape of sex workers happen the most? Vicarious traumatization happened the most. Phobias, um, substance abuse, alcohol, use disorders, and post-traumatic stress happened the most. The criminal transmission of sexually transmitted infections and sexually transmitted diseases happen the most. And so, that is what happened in that particular organized crime world I was in. to be honest about something so I know that because I am a non-binary person I know that a lot of people who may support non-binary people like myself will want someone who fits into the gender binary in terms of partnerships so that's another reason why my sexual partners on and off camera will be in small amounts and because I'm omnisexual um Meaning, I am all around attracted to people of all gender, identities, all sexual orientations, and all sex characteristics, and all genderlessness, and all non-binariness, and even all gender binariness. Um, even though there are people that support gender and sexually diverse people like myself, And because I'm sexually fluid and gender fluid, even though there are plenty of people that support gender fluid and sexually fluid people like myself, they would want someone who is heterosexual and cisgender because that's how most people self-identify as. So that's even more of another reason why my sexual partners on and off camera um, will be in small amounts.
most people are into monogamy, so my inherent non-monogamy creates, again, another reason why my sexual part is on and off camera will be in small amounts. I want to say on record that I would never do any porn genre that glorifies incest, adultery, barely legal, teen porn, and... And sexual violence. It wouldn't be something I would do. And honestly, I would never do any, um, I would never do any underage porn ever. And, um, I couldn't do any faux porn, meaning that act porn actors and actresses are not actually related, but I'm really engaging role play. I, I personally couldn't do it because the sex I have on camera would be the sex I have off camera. So what I don't do off camera, I don't do on camera. That's just how I roll. Um, I would never do any porn genre that encourage unlawfulness. Um, I would never do any porn genre that encourage... Sexual self-destructive behavior. I've never done any porn show that encouraged uh, sexual community destructive behavior. I just never would. Um, I just, those are my boundaries. And I would never do any porn genre that encourages racist stereotypes, all stereotypes, all caricatures, all misrepresentations, all misdepictions of the entire human diversity.
I would never do any porn genre that glorifies rape of all kinds. And I would never do any um, porn that encourages even that encourages queerphobia of any kind, I never would do that. Because I decided to be, you know, to be true to myself, meaning what I am on camera and who I am off camera have to be of alignment. Um, Because any porn genre I can't easily defend, I don't do. Now, could I do uh, cuckolding, queen type of porn? Yes, because it's about it's about a marital couple or just a life partnership type of couple, not always married, where they don't mind having non-monogamy as a part of their um, romantic construction. So that's enthusiastic consent, actually, on everybody's part, 100%. So I do glorify enthusiastic consent. I do glorify enthusiastic respect. I do glorify enthusiastic equality. I do glorify enthusiastic safety. I do glorify enthusiastic trust. And I do glorify enthusiastic equality. Um, Again, I don't do any porn that glorifies non-consensual sodomy. Um, There is ethical sodomy, though. But the non-consensual type of sodomy, um, I am against that. Um, I would never do any porn genre that glorifies Sexual activity in which one of the individuals is below the age of consent, the age required to legally consent to the behavior. I would never do any porn genre that glorifies rape of a child, corruption of a minor, unlawful sex with a minor, carnal knowledge of a minor, sexual battery, and unlawful carnal knowledge, and And child sexual assault, never, ever would I do a porn genre that encourages those things. So now I'm going to. Personally, I would never have sex with anyone that's 18, 19. I don't 
I don't do anything sexual to adolescents, to prepubescents, to toddlers, to infants, to children. Never, ever, never have, never will. Off camera, never have, never will. On camera, no, not even 18, 19, no. So now that you know my heart, let me finish up with uh, my thoughts on religion and then we'll be finished. Because of the rampant Pharisaism, and the widespread churchianity. The church doesn't believe that God is all-knowing and ever-present. The church doesn't believe that God is beautiful and desirable. The church doesn't believe that God is creator. The church doesn't believe that God is good and generous. The church doesn't believe that God is great and sovereign. The church doesn't believe that God is holy. The church doesn't believe that God is loving and faithful. The church doesn't believe that God is merciful and forgiving. The church doesn't believe that God is powerful. The church doesn't believe that God is willing to reveal God's will, God's laws, and God's directions. The church doesn't believe that God is righteous and just. And the church doesn't believe that God is spirit. The church doesn't believe that God is aware of all that happens. The church doesn't believe that God knows the hearts of all people. The church doesn't believe that God controls all things. The church doesn't believe that God is a place of safety. The church doesn't believe that God rescues good people from danger. The church doesn't believe that God condemns the wicked. The church doesn't believe that God hears and delights in prayers. The church doesn't believe that God loves those who obey God. The church doesn't believe that God cares for the poor and needy. The church doesn't believe that God tests and purifies hearts and The church doesn't believe that God hates evil. The church refuses to fear and revere God. The church refuses to trust in God. The church refuses to please God by doing what is right and just. And the church refuses to keep Jesus at the center of their lives and even the Bible. The church rejects the Bible and the God of the Bible.
my last statement on religion is that the church rejects itself. Here are more of my statements on sex. I've noticed um, when I used to watch mainstream porn before I started watching ethical porn for two years in a row now. Um, I remember when mainstream porn, they were more into more into verbalizing about a woman's body and body parts more than engaging in the her, engaging in the woman's bodies and body parts with their hands and tongue and lips and mouth it's basically for example i'll talk about a woman's chest while we're having sex but i won't feel her breast but I'll just stare at it. I won't even put tongue action or lip action to it. But I'll just talk about it with her during gyration penetration. And I've seen that mainstream porn. I've always found that to be disheartening and distasteful. Um, Because a lot of guys, when they objectify women and they objectify women during sex. What they will do is talk to her and talk with her as if they're still checking her out in a rape culture way and talking to her in a rape culture way while they're still having alleged uh, consensual sex and it's supposed to be consensual sex by the way that they're talking to each other, especially mostly the guy to the woman. It's basically a rape cult that's being economically supplied, financed, if you will. So I notice another thing that when it comes to mainstream porn, they're so impulsive that um, if a woman doesn't do something sexually, they won't do that same thing sexually to herself, to her. Okay, so if a woman doesn't um, If she doesn't lick him, well, if she doesn't lick herself, right? He won't lick her, but if she licks herself, he'll lick her. So you depended on her to do it for you to go do it. It wasn't really in you to go do that. Now, if the woman doesn't lick him, he won't lick her back. But because she licked him, now I'm going to lick you back. It's strange. Why did you need that? (laughs) 
to do that. It's like you still have to think just because something happened sexually. Ask yourself, am I developing sexual codependency? Could I be sexually gaslighting? Um, Could I be sexually spiritual bypassing? Could I be sexually spiritualizing? Could I develop sexual confirmation bias? Could I be sexually enabling, sexually coddling? And remember, could I be developing sexual codependency? And I've seen those things a lot in mainstream porn. Not all the mainstream porn companies, but a number of them. And what I've seen in mainstream porn is um, even in the sex, there's still full disengagement. Because the only thing that it is, it's they rely on penile orgasm. But they don't orgasm any other ways. And I noticed that when a guy says that, and I'm going to clean it up for y'all, he's attempting to have as much sex with as many women as possible, that's actually one of the tenets of rape culture. Because when they say I'm collecting women, basically... They see women as portable, tangible devices. They, they see women as iPhones. Um, they see women as materialism, pretending that they're truly not in human form. Um, they see women as superficiality um, items. Um, They see women as empty, hollow, shallow creatures, not creations. Um, They see women as rodents. Um, They see women as animals that, that they can domesticate and tame in the toxic masculine senses of those words. And they see women as trophies. They see women as stuffed animals. They see women as play toy games. They see women as video games. They see women as candy stores. Um, They see women as shopping malls. Um, And they see women as flashy clothing. So I noticed that they're not focused on being with integrity-hearted women. They're focused on, I don't care about her character. I don't care about her personality. I don't care about her temperament. She has, they have vaginas, they have clitorises and they have vulvas and that's all I care about which is appalling and grotesque to me because
You have no concern for her, their hearts. You have no concern for their souls. You have no concern for their minds. You have no concern for their memories. You have no concern for their bodies. In respectful ways, of course. You have no concern about her childhood. You have no concern about her adulthood. You have no concern about her adolescence. You have no concern about the type of family she was born into. You don't see women as quality. You see them as quantity. So there's so those guys have no eternal values towards women. They only have temporal values towards women. And that has upset me ever since I was five years of age. When I could consciously understand it to the best of my ability back then. Because they reduce women to the female anatomies. And they think that, oh, women are their female anatomies, which is, which are all lies, all delusions, and all illusions. Because I have truly worked wise to make sure that I see women properly. Um, um, I see women as daughters, nieces, mothers, sisters, grandparents. Not all of them are not all of them have children. I see them as colleagues. I see them as friends, uh, true friends, best friends, close friends, um, small talk buddies, hangout buddies, just talk buddies in general. Um, I see them as executive leadership. I see them as staff workers. I see them as entrepreneurs. I see them as employees. I see them as fun-loving people. I see them as queens and princesses and empresses and prime ministers and presidents and monarchs. Um, I see them as intellectual, um, psychological, um, emotional, spiritual, Romantic, sexual, um, academic, financial beings. Um, women come in all sizes, shapes, and colors. Women are not monolithic. Women come from all the continents and all the islands. Um, Women's 
come from diverse cultures and speak diverse languages, even sign language. And some read Braille. Um, You know, I see women as the masterminds of science, mathematics, inventions, and history. Um, I see women as leaders of five Fortune Fortune 500 companies in corporate America. Um, I see women as um, instructors and gurus and coaches. I see women as therapists, psychiatrists, teachers, um, psychologists. Um, you know, I see women as astronauts. Uh, I see women as some women are pastors. Um, you know, I see women as um, women can be faith-based and women can be secular. Um, I don't relegate women to stereotypical roles. I don't relegate women to traditional gender roles. I do not, personally. Um, I see women as interpreters of literature, of experiences, of information. Um, I see women as child-free, single by choice. Some women are married. Um, Some women are in committed relationships without marriage. Um, Some women are non-monogamous. You know, notice, I, I, I enjoy the plurality of women, the diversification of women. Uh, the the spectrum of women, the degrees of women, the levels of women. None of those things are inhumane when I say I'm talking about this. I enjoy the entire human diversity of women. That's basically what I'm saying. Um, so, going back to a lot of mainstream point, I've also noticed how, um, for me, I personally like to be a secular moralist because I'm into secular morality, secular ethics. Um, I don't do religious morality, religious ethics. Therefore, I'm not a religious moralist. What I'm saying is, even in the porn I would be doing in the future, I like to impart universal life lessons, universal cautionary tales, uh, universal educational entertainment, also known as universal edutainment, and universal satire within all the porn that I do because I don't want people to just be better lovers in sex. I want people to be better lovers in life. Like, in other words, don't just grow as a, don't just grow sexually, but grow all around. Especially grow as a person, be better as a person, and mature as a person. So I want, because I understand that porn is an unconventional, non-traditional way of being, of healthy healing sex 
and being a healthy healing person to yourself and to others. So, porn is also a non-traditional, unconventional way of being fully humane and fully human simultaneously. And I want to reach those people who have unconventional ways of being appropriate as human beings and appropriate in all circumstances human beings too um so i had to really study myself um like i've i had to learn um For me, I had to also understand that when I think about the pleasures of this life, um, I don't chase after money, money chases after me. Um, I don't chase after popularity. Popularity chases after me. Um, I don't chase after wardrobes. Wardrobes chase after me. Um, I have healthy work ethic, that's for sure. Um, I pursue healthy knowledge. And healthy knowledge pursues me in return. Um, There's no vanity, no greed, and no gluttony, and no unhealthy lust taking me captive because I never allow that. Um, Healthy lust is good, though. I just want to say that. Um, Possessions, attachments, and attainments pursue me. Therefore, I do not pursue possessions, attainments, and attachments. Um, I don't chase after approval. Approval chases after me. I don't chase after power. Power chases after me. I don't chase fame. Fame chases me. I don't chase after happiness. Happiness chases after me. Um... Wealth is chasing after me. I'm not chasing after wealth. Uh, True intellect is my true friend. Wisdom and I are family members. Clarity and discernment are also family members of mine. Um, 
Okay, here's my thoughts when it comes to sex. I dare say that when it comes to sex, there is a time to be silent. And when it comes to sex, there is a time to speak. When it comes to sex, there's a time to embrace. And when it comes to sex, there's a time to refrain from embracing. When it comes to sex, there is... A time to weep and a time to laugh. Um, When it comes to sex, I think that there is a time to search and a time to give up. When it comes to sex, there's a time to keep and a time to throw away. Um... And all of that, I mean, here's all my interpretations of those things. That means when it comes to sex, there are times where, um, the unethical sexual values that people have, let them go. And the ethical sexual values that you learn, hold on to them. And there are times to cry tears of joy. And sex is funny, so you gotta laugh at some point. Um, You know, when it comes to sex, there are times where you are figuring out how to please each other, and once you figure it out, stop the search, because now you have the know-how. Um... And when it comes to sex, there are times to let your partner partners know how they are making you feel and the sensations. And there are times where just focus on the intercourse and the beauty of it. You don't always have to say a word. Some people are more expressive verbally than others. Some people are more non-verbally expressive than others in sex, and that's okay, too. When it comes to sex, there's a time to mourn and a time to dance. Like, what that means is there are times where I have to grieve parts of my sexual past that I may not be proud of, but... Because I'm healing and I'm forward motioning, forward thinking, I get to now celebrate that I get to make sexual decisions that stimulate healthy sexual memories because sexual decisions are healthy. So that's where the dancing comes. Sex is a dance. Okay. A time to tear down, a time to build. That applies to sex. There are times where... It is time to be animalistic in a humane way. And there are times to also continuously um, learn, grow, evolve, think, unthink, um, rethink, um, learn, unlearn, and relearn when it comes to Uh, the sexual wellness of self and each other. 
and that should be a constant construction. A time to kill, time to heal applies to sex. There are times where we say, you know what? Um, we're going to reject perversity and deviancies. And at the same time, we're going to help each other with creating healthy erotic blueprint narratives of our healthy erotic blueprint stories. Um, I think that there are times to plant and a time to uproot when it comes to sex, meaning... Um, Insert meaningful processes that sex needs. And there are times where certain processes that we thought work, recognize that don't work, get rid of them, and keep the processes of sex that do work. I think when it comes to sex, there's a time to love and a time to hate. I can hate sexual hang-ups and sexual habits and sexual hurts that keep us from thriving sexually together. But I also love each tenant of sex that has us being sexually benevolent and sexually big-hearted to each other. Um... I think that when it comes to sex, there is a time to be born, a time to die. There are times where the sex has to start, and there are times where the sex has to end, and there are times for the sex to have duration. So, um, sex has a time to tear. There are times where it's okay to fuck. And there are times where it's okay to make love. And there are times where it's okay just to have the sex. And then there are times where... There's times... There's moments for the afterglow. Moments for the full body orgasms. Full soul orgasms. Moments for the multiple body orgasms. with soul orgasms. Times for the climaxing. There are times for the G-spots and the erogenous zones to be hit. There are times for the cuddling. There are times for the snuggling. There are times for the hand to hold who you're with while their head is laying on your chest. There are times to to do spooning without sex. There are times to talk about what happened and to learn and grow while you're having sex and talk about what you learn and grow when it came to the sex and just about each other in general. So it may have sounded like I repeated myself because, um, you know...
there are times where your partner may weep for depression and you may have to go, what's up, what's happening? And they may express a sexual issue and that person may say, but I, I still want to um, be sexual. Um, and so if we have sex differently, then this could help make healthy, reasonable sexual accommodations. And that person may go from crying tears of depression to tears of joy because they're being that sexually cared for and sexually cared about. Um, A time for war and a time for peace. There's a time to remind each other that the sexual traumas of the past, we war against the trauma. We don't war against each other and it's time for peace. Like, hey, I'm going to fight with you and I will not never do to you what they did to you there comes the peace because you're doing something sexually different to them which is consensual compared to the past which is non-consensual so there is a sexual time for everything and a sexual season for every sexual activity I do value that so Ecclesiastes 3 can be applied to sex when people really think about it deeply When it comes to sex, there's a time for this, there's a time for that, there's time for this thing, that thing, the other thing, and the other other things. There are time, sex has its own time periods. Um, And all these sexual experiences are appropriate at certain times. Um, Sexual timing is important. Sex has its own perfect timing. In a metaphorically reflective sense. Um, His sex is its own meal, right? Metaphorically, you sexually eat. Metaphorically, you sexually drink. You sexually partake. Sex has its own entrees. Sex has its own appetizers. Sex has its own desserts. For the kinkiness. Hmm. So, sex has its own metaphors. Sex is its own figurative language. Sex is its own literal language. Um, and those are the, and those and those ways of thinking have helped me. Uh, some people are more this than that when it comes to sex, and that applies to partners. Your partner may be more this. You may be more that. Your partner may be less this, you may be less that. Your partner may be more this, and you're less that. Or you're less this, and they're more that. Or you could be more this, and they're less this. Or they could be more that, and you're less that. It, it comes to all things sex. This, this is all true. So when I think about, like, in reality, um, for me... Um, I also had to learn that there another reason why I have sex sporadically on and off camera is also because it helps me to focus more on the inner life of people and less on the outer life of people. Because when sexual trauma caused the reverse to happen 
I was made to focus more on the outer life of people and less on the inner life of people. And that was just sexually scarring and sexually jarring to me. So having it sporadically means that I get to always focus on your personality and less on your sexual personality. Um, it, it, it's, it's actually therapeutic for me to do that. And um, I value the true friendships more than the true sexual friendships. And that way of thinking has sexually revolutionized my life and myself for the better. Um, I am more into um, true compassion and true sexual compassion, you know. I, I, I'm not I, I I value all the sexual good character traits on and off camera I do it's just that I value all the good character traits more and um, it's just it's helpful to me to not have no longer have that pressure that I used to feel growing up in religion where um being a family man, a family woman, it the, the pressure kept heating up. And what I learned for myself was um, there was pressure within the toxic masculine world to treat women as luxurious vehicles. You always got to get a new car. That pressure is gone. Um, the pressure to be a female dehumanization as a male, I never intentionally did that. So um, that pressure is gone. Um, I'm just so grateful um, that I... I've changed my life. Um, I can honestly say March 20th, 2023 at 12 a.m. I stopped listening to Gangster Rap on purpose forever. I don't watch mainstream porn anymore. Um, I only watch ethical porn now. If there's mainstream porn that fits ethical porn standards, I don't mind watching it, but I shouldn't watch ethical... I don't watch um, mainstream porn anymore. I always watch ethical porn, ethical erotica. Just the, the mainstream erotica is just... A lot of it I can't get down with anymore. And also, it's because sexually I've changed. Um, I, I've learned whatever you consume is what you glorify. And I said, I don't glorify uh, mainstream porn. So in terms of a lot of it, not all the companies, but a lot of it. And I'm like, I don't do that. And the gangster rap, I don't like how they talk about issues. Because they don't really talk about issues. They embody the issues and fussing about the issues, which is hypocritical. And as for the mainstream porn, I... I recognize that it was never designed for people like me in mind. 
meaning it was never designed for people to be sexually honorable. It was never designed for people to be of sexual veneration to each other. It was never designed for people to be sexually cherishable. What that means is you're already a venerated, honorable, cherished person, but those qualities were kept from the sex because of um, how a lot of the mainstream porn is not for um, people to be sexually heroic. Like, I want to... um, protect you with you. It's more of I want to target you with you. And um, it's like a sexual bull's side on the back. you know. And I didn't want to embody that at all. So that's why I have uh, turned over a new leaf. I don't even watch cable news anymore. I don't watch reality TV anymore. Or I don't watch tablet talk shows much anymore because how they... It's just, I feel like people are exploited when it comes to uh, sensitive subject topics. And when I think about how um, a lot of the documentaries and media and music I listen anymore because it's all about downtrodden sensationalism. It's never about the downtrodden and the betterment of the downtrodden, you know. It's not about uh, positively changing people. Um, it's about negatively changing people and keeping negativity flourishing. Um, so these are just things I just stopped doing. Um, and I'm really excited about the changes I have made. Um, I don't even watch TV much anymore. Not much. My heart is shifting. And, um... Another thing I had to learn was... And this is helpful to anybody who is... Who who is similar to me. Often... We have to remember sexual thought control. Any person that doesn't have sexual thought control ultimately doesn't have thought control. So sexual self-control, sexual self-discipline are much needed, but they don't have thought control. They don't have thought discipline. Um, They're not going to have sexual thought discipline, sexual thought control either. So those aren't the type of lovers anybody in their right mind should want. You know, the ones who can't be sexually mindful. And um, 
it, because they're not mindful. And um, I had to learn to be careful of all forms of media and how they can influence my um, my sexual selections and my sex my erotic choices too. Because your media intake says everything about you that's needed to know about you. So your media diet, your um, is so important. Not just because of sex, but more importantly to you as a person. So um, as I say in closing. truly want the right partners to um, be willing to walk the journey of of sexual complexities with me that's what true sexual sensitive lovers do. I want to say when it came to organized crime, there was a lot of sexual recklessness, a lot of sexual compulsive behaviors, and unethical approaches to promiscuity and hookup culture and there was a lot of sexual devastation and there was a lot of bad lessons about sex that destroyed communities that destroyed families, destroyed friendships, destroyed colleagues and co-working relationships. And and the people destroyed themselves. So I would never do any porn genres and encourage any of the organized crime ways of approaching sex and sex work.